Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Indie Spot Podcast. I'm joined here, as always, by Warsong. Hey, guys. And today, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. Usually, what we do is we go and we will review an already released indie game, and we'll give our impressions and tell you if you should buy it or not. But what we're going to be doing this week is we're going to be checking out a game that is in, would you call it alpha or pre-alpha? This would definitely be an alpha build. Yeah, this is an alpha build of a game called Dungeons of Taldoria, which is currently on Itch.io, and they have a playable demo out, and they're just trying to gather feedback. So we're going to kind of use this as an extended feedback to them about their game. So I'm just going to real quick read off their description on what they want the game to be, and then I'll talk about what it is. So... Dungeons of Tal'Doria is a co-op sandbox exploration game mixing Diablo RPG skills, loot, and leveling within a cube world-like game. Go exploring in an infinite world of unique biomes, collecting and training pets you find, discovering dungeons, and looting treasure while augmenting your abilities and advancing as a knight, mage, or archer. Then return home for respite where you can craft items, go fishing, and learn professions that can help you and your fellow explorers. So... What they're going for in their full game is like a big RPG, kind of like Cube World, but hopefully this one won't be abandoned like Cube World was. Have you played Cube World, Warsong? I have not. No, I haven't. I was suckered in early on, um, I'm going to call it five years ago, and the game has not received a single update since then, and it was in beta then, so... That's a real shame. It yeah. uh, reminds me a lot of similar games that were having that problem because of the Minecraft boom. Yeah, it has a lot of potential. And so here's what it is now. is It's their, according to their description, it's their first public test alpha version. And right now what they're doing is they're testing their um, movement and combat system by just having you face off against waves and waves of skeletons and surviving as long as possible. Which is oddly but fun, yeah. It's got multiplayer. It does. Which is interesting. Because usually you expect that to be towards the end. Indeed. Actually, I can say right away, uh, th- even just this little mini game is a lot of fun. And I think we should keep it in. It's kind of like a quick, you know, quick action option. Um, I really like the way that they're going with this just now. And I like where they plan on going in the in the future. Because I've, I've played other games. And one of them that I'm a really big fan of, I've probably talked about it before, Star Made. And in the original Star Made build... There was a what they call a Death Star uh, mini game where somebody would have to build uh, like a, a case around a core, and then everyone else would have to try to break through the core to get to it. So the the original Alpha came out with multiplayer already as well. This is really really good indication that this is going to be a long standing uh, development cycle, and they're actually going to see it through because Starmie's been in development for over five years. All right. I think these guys are in for the long haul, and I'm really looking forward to see how this ends up. Uh, definitely. And when you said mini games in the menu, my first thought was um, Kirby, and how Kirby has the little section of mini games. So maybe what they'll do is they'll do more isolated alphas like this in the future, and then can compile them all as a sort of little mini game corner, almost maybe in their game that you can. It'll be a nice little throwback to the early testers and be a nice little casual thing exactly. added and into the game. Exactly, and this is one of those games that could possibly be ported over to a portable uh, format, like mobile devices and whatnot. I would love to see that as well, because uh, an open world 
with uh, this kind of a minimalistic cubist style uh, that's reminiscent of the you know original uh, uh, Minecraft build and whatnot. I like this, and it could really, really work. And we've already seen with Minecraft Portable that it's doable. You have to keep yourself in a smaller sandbox, but it's doable and it can be a lot of fun. Yeah, and when you brought up the art style, I love voxel sort of 3D QB art. Like, I was way into Minecraft. I was anything like low poly or voxel. And one of the things that's really important to maintain in those games is a very bright color scheme. Like, you want to have colors popping to make the world feel more alive. And this game so far is doing that pretty well. Right now, the game takes place in night, and you're, like, defending against a campfire, but already it's throwing, like, oranges and purples and things into the mix. And I really liked that. And there's an immediate uh, challenge curve to it as well, which is actually really appreciable. Because I was thinking it was going to be like an eventual stack up where I was going to have to, you know, sit there and toil for hours before I saw any real vamping up of the uh, ramping up, I should say, of the uh, difficulty. And now it starts, you know, grinding you down pretty quickly. And it, it wants to sit there and go, hey, how far can we push these gamers? Oh, yeah. Um, I expected you to get through a wave and it would then be with like a you beat wave three and then you'll click to start the next wave but they just keep coming at you and the number of waves will go up but the enemies don't stop and if you slow down for a second you will get overwhelmed so very easily that wasn't that was nice that definitely helped helped make it feel a bit more intense and i think it did serve to the game's purpose um to do that so it was really it was really good um and you could also play as one of three different classes. You could play as the warrior or swordsman sort of class. You could play as your archer slash ranger class and your mage slash like wizard class. And what was your favorite yeah. of these three classes? I have to admit I have a soft spot for uh, all of your... Damn it. Did you hear that? A little bit. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, uh, give me the classes again. Uh, warrior, mage, archer. I have to admit that I'm a really big fan of my ranger types. All right, so I like a nice ranged attack, and I like to keep it linear as well. Um, but rangers often have like an AOE and things of that matter. Um, so I was bouncing at this point between the mage and the uh, archer because I like the AOE that the mage's uh shot had. But at the same time, I wasn't happy with the velocity of it. Now, that was just a personal preference. All right. I liked how quick the archer, how quick and snappy and responsive the archer could be, especially when it came to the dodges, because it just felt a little more, uh, it felt analogous. It felt like something that wasn't just clippy and digital. It felt smooth. All right. And I liked that, that feeling better. With the mage, the way he was, you know, dodging, it just kind of felt like this character shouldn't be able to move that fast. And that's just a personal gripe, but I did appreciate his AoE, which was, you know, just uh, having a good area of effect and being able to get some splash damage in is always a good thing. Uh, I just wouldn't mind seeing some of these, you know, things. Fuck. What is that? One. That was somebody peeling out from the freaking drive-in that's just right here. Oh. Uh, okay. Um... I'm a really big fan of, of an AoE, and uh, any time that you can mix and match, you know, some of the aspects of one class or another, uh, without horning in on the actual, you know, 
business of the other class is just a good thing. So I'm really liking this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and my favorite class, typically, I agree. I go with the ranged class, and I really am a big fan of rangers. And whenever I would play MOBAs back in the day, I would always play like as the sort of archer character. But um, And in this game, it's really all about spatial management with the ranger. you got to keep a good distance between yourself and all of the enemies. And... Um, I'd like to see the ranger when it was fleshed out, but personally, I did something that I'm normally not a huge fan of, and I was a big fan of the warrior. I was a big fan of getting in close and dodging out, and it almost felt, and I know this is a very trite and overused thing in games, that it felt almost like sort of Dark Souls-esque, and it felt like a real good action RPG with the movement and dodging out with the swordsman. Whereas, I felt like the archer and the mage needed a little bit of tweaking. Not so much the mage's way, but the archer... Just needed a little bit, maybe like give him a knife or like a way he could hit someone with his bow so you could get in there and get out and like fire a shot quickly, something like that. Um, but the, I was a big fan of the warrior and um, you'll notice when you're playing the game that there is a little bar on the bottom, which indicates that there will be abilities definitely in the near future. So I was wondering what are what do you think in the way of abilities you would like to see for the certain classes cuz personally i'd like the standard you have your warrior like flaming sword or something like that or like a big like whirlwind maneuver but i was wondering what you would like for the different classes as abilities i wouldn't mind seeing like a branching skill tree where you can make one class slightly more like another class uh, like a, like a, a magical bowman, you know, where you can actually make stat your archer. You start out as an archer and then eventually use the skill tree to make them more mage-like. Or take an, a mage and then create like a, a, a ranged mage, like a proper wizard, you know, and eventually develop their skill tree so that they go into the direction of, you know, farther, farther range. It makes them a little more squishy of a target, but it also makes them very useful from the back end of things. Um, and then you could also take your, your, uh, swordsman and do the same thing. So you would have, you know, either I'm going to develop further in my ranged attack or in my, you know, uh, melee attack or in my magical attack, you could create a magical swordsman. How cool would that be? Oh yeah. And that is actually, that's something that they had in cube world that I was a big, big backer behind. I'm going to have to, it'll be a bit fuzzy cause it's been several months, if not years since I've played cube world last but you would start out as like a warrior or as a ranger or as a major as a rogue but then you would get like one of two specializations after a couple level ups like as a i remember as a rogue you could either go more of the um like a like a ninja route or you could go more of a pugilist route and you'll get you get different you would get different weapons and abilities and passive abilities based off of that and that's something I would love to see in another game or in a complete game because that was an awesome idea and it was really well done in Q World, but I obviously that game didn't get finished. So I'd like to see that in this game. You know, this game is actually uh, very reminiscent of something else, uh, not just in the art style in a way, this kind of minimalistic face and stuff like that, but um, it reminds me a lot of a game called Ragnarok Online. For the younger folks out there, you've probably never heard of this, but it was a uh, kind of a three-quarters view uh, MMORPG. It was very, very successful, and there's still servers out there for it. I believe some of them are even free. 
Um, but Ragnarok Online was really uh, interesting. It was very, it would you would gravitate towards it not just because of the art style, but because of developing uh, storyline. So every place you visited had a storyline. It was open world, but there was no sandbox elements. Uh, and this game is, of course, going to. It looks like it's going to be introducing sandbox elements. It's going to be going crazy with that, and I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. What I really liked about what we they were doing with that though is that you could get your next class by doing some rather innocuous things. Like your your pugilist class, the Taekwon, uh, was somebody who just walked over, I think, 10,000 scenes or something like that. They had actually walked a whole lot. It's like, oh, hey, you look like you've got really good legs. How would you like to be a, a Taekwondo master? And you go, Sure, bam! Immediate job change. <laughs> it's irreversible, you know. Well, that's uh, having your decision, having your decisions make big differences like that, without you know really realizing it. I, I kind of like that because then it forces you into kind of a, 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 a pigeonholes you, and then you have to work with that. And I like that kind of uh, uh, introduced obstacle <laughs> via the game dynamic. Yeah, it sort of gives you like an oh, I. I guess this is what I am now. I am this, and I. And then you have to find other players because this mentions it would be multiplayer. So if it did have something like that, you would have to find other players or play with other players that would specialize in different things, so that you could work with them and they could work with you of your special skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, and this yeah. game seems like it also be very workable for somebody who is a soloist because that uh, that happens to be one of my vices when I'm playing an MMO is I tend to be a soloist. And I could see this game actually catering to that still and going, hey, if you're going to go out and adventure on your own, be aware, things are going to be a lot tougher for you. But hey, here's here's something that might give you an edge, you know, a little buff for somebody who's going out alone, like uh, what they do in Fallout uh, 4. I was immediately thinking of the Lone Wanderer perk as soon as you said that. How, if you like chose to not go I with any other companions, you would get some little buffs. That was immediately my first thought. And yeah, that would be nice if they'd be like, oh, well, you're going to move a little bit faster and hit a little bit harder, but it'll still be a challenge for you if you do want to go out alone. Because I love playing games with friends, but I have a hard time getting organizing things with friends because they're either in other countries or school stuff all the time. Because I'm one of them children. So um it takes a lot to try and get friends together so if i could play this alone and still have a viable time that'd be really good because this game is very promising and i would really like to see what this game becomes i'll be keeping an eye on it for sure yeah um i'm just checking taking a look at the itch page right now uh to see if there's anything else that we're going to want to talk about and it's got bosses that are going to be coming up i would like to see what bosses do. Um, I'd like to see some interesting bosses throughout this because I'm I'm a big sucker for a good for a good boss battle. Um, nothing frustrates me more than a boss battle that's really lazy. Like it's like, oh, this is the dude that just summons a lot of dudes and that's all that he is, or this is the one that takes a lot of hits and hits really hard. So I hope this game goes the route of you have to think smart with your bosses instead of you have to hit hard with your bosses. Is it, I would love to see something closer to like the Monster Hunter dynamic, where the monster goes through certain phases, you know. And if you hit a, a monster hard enough and often enough, it'll actually begin to rage. So it's dependent on your actions how the boss reacts. Yeah, 
And um, just if the developer is listening to this, um, we are just kind of spurting out dreams here. And I know that not all of this is going to make it into the final game. Like, almost at all. I would be surprised if something made it into the game based on our suggestions at all. But don't I don't want the developer to get over-ambitious because... That's true, yeah. Keeping this smaller scale is definitely better than trying to please everyone. Aye, aye. But woo-woo, all aboard the hype train. Yeah. So, um, do you have any other big points you want to bring up? Or do you want to wrap this up? This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because it's a shorter game so far, but it does have a lot of a lot of potential, and I do a lot really of promise, like where this yeah. game is going. I, I I could say it there and go, yeah, th- this is a pretty good synopsis of it. It's a it's a good fun little play. It's free to play right now because it's just the alpha, the the little quick wave mini game. I like it. I like where it's going. The art style's cute. Uh, the customization's not that big, but it doesn't need to be. The music score is not that big, but it's just a demo. It literally is just something that you can sit there and give it a pat on the back and go, hey, well done. And that's what I would say to the developers right now. Well done. Let's see what else you can hit us with. Oh, yeah. And um, the music is pretty good so far. So just some additional tracks to shake it up throughout the game would be awesome. And um, while the game is free on itch.io, you can pay a little bit and support them a little bit. And... You can support us a little bit via our independent Patreons. So, Warsong, how can they find your Patreon and things to help support you? Uh, they can go to ragelogin.blogspot.com. Uh, all the links are on the top bar there that you can uh, check out whatever it is going on that's on my uh, YouTube page. You can check the Patreon. You can submit a donation via uh, PayPal or whatever. I really don't care about the donations. But, yeah, come on by. You know, visit, take a look at the articles, and... Uh, Leave some comments. Some saucy ones, please. Yeah, and you can find me at computerfigure.com and Home of Nerds writing articles. You can see me on the Computer Figures Network channel making videos. Uh, You can find my Patreon where you'll get some bonus episodes of reviews written in video if you donate. Um, And yeah, I think that wraps it up. So uh, this was Dungeons of Tal'Dora. I really like this game. I really think it's going to do well. Um, so, I have been Chocolatier Games. And I'm Warsong. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.